Hey, hey, y'all. We are back with another episode of the Happy and Whole podcast. I'm Christina, the creative being behind Happy and Whole, and that's just a journey of self-discovery centered in self-love. So be sure to connect with us on our website at happyandwhole.com. That's H-A-P-P-I-A-N-D-W-H-O-L-E. And follow us on Instagram at happyandwhole. And you can listen to us on nine different podcasting platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor. And speaking of Anchor, let me share with you why I love it so much. All right, so let's jump into episode 13, which is called The Power of Listening. And I chose this episode because we have two ears and one mouth, so we should always be practicing the power of listening twice as much as we speak. But sadly, everything we need to process is right in front of us, and we're so distracted by our own thoughts and opinions, we often don't take the time to truly listen like we should. However, hopefully something that I share during this episode will encourage you to be twice the listener as you are the speaker moving forward. All right, so let's jump right into it. First, we're going to be talking about nonverbal cues. So I know we've all heard that 80 to 90% of communication is nonverbal, right? Well, we've all heard that because it's true. (laughs) And we can often sense or understand how somebody feels by simply looking at them or making eye contact or just noticing their body language. So given that we know this is true, we often don't know why someone feels the way they feel or what evidence or experiences they have to support their thoughts until they actually open their mouth to speak. But once they do, we have now opened the space for verbal communication, and that, my friends, is a two-way street. So in order to have a productive conversation with another person, it has to be a dialogue. You say something, I listen, and then I say something in response while you listen. But sometimes, depending on how heated this conversation can get, it can lead us to both talking at the same time, and you guessed it, no one's actually listening. (laughs) So the issue we all have, given of course we are having a normal conversation, is when it's our turn to listen, we aren't actually listening, we're thinking. So sometimes we're thinking about what we wanna say next based on one word or phrase that that person may have used. And other times we're just thinking crazy thoughts about the person. We're having a conversation with ourselves like, should I tell them they have a booger in their nose or something in their teeth? Like we're thinking about things that have nothing to do with this conversation sometimes. So the point being, if we aren't listening to the other person and the other person isn't listening when we're talking, then we have to ask ourselves a really important question. What in the world are we really talking about? So the first thing I will say about the power of listening is to actively notice when you're not doing it. It's that simple. The next time you have a conversation with someone, elevate your awareness to notice when you're doing more thinking than actually listening and change that by simply turning off your mind and turning on your ears. So the next thing we'll talk about is listening versus being heard. And it's an age-old idea, the difference between being listened to and being heard. Now, some of you may have a different thought than I do about what the actual difference is between these two, but let me just share this perspective, okay? So actually hearing someone is a physical act of the body. Yes, I'm about to go there, but just bear with me. So as we know, sound waves literally travel from the vocal cords of the other person's mouth into your ear parts, and that causes a vibration for you to actually hear sound. So technically speaking, someone hearing you is more physical than emotional or value-based. Whereas on the other hand, listening is an active process your brain goes through to understand information that's given verbally. 
So if you're truly listening to someone, that means you're being aware of the information they're sharing with you, and then you're processing it in a way that allows you to comprehend their stance. Okay, but science aside, let's be real. When someone at work comes out of a team meeting and they just share their thoughts and opinions on how a team policy or something like that is impacting them, and their words were completely dismissed, the first thing they're going to say when they walk out of that meeting is, I don't feel heard, right? And when they do, what they're really saying is, I don't feel valued or understood, which of course in that kind of situation is totally valid. But in general conversation, someone may say, I know you're listening, but are you hearing me, right? And they also mean, do you feel what I'm saying? Or are you just listening to the words that are coming out of my mouth and they're bouncing around in your brain and going in one ear and out the other, right? Or do you truly understand what I'm saying and why I'm saying it? In both cases, I think it's safe to say that whenever you're engaged in a conversation, they don't want to be listened to or heard. They want both and. They want you to be both an active listener and process what they're saying and be heard, ensuring that whatever they did say, you actually understand it and you understand where they're coming from. And you're being mindful about showing that you value their voice, even if you don't agree with their stance. You get what I'm saying? So you really have to get good at training your brain to stop the chatter while you're engaged in conversation by becoming an active listener, right? And then the next step is to make sure that the person you're engaged in a conversation with actually feels valued and understood, yet again, even if you don't agree with them. So it's not an easy task because like myself, most of us struggle with this because we're so caught up in trying to make our own stance that we often don't think twice about how the other person experiences us during or after a conversation. So I'm really gonna encourage you to harness the power of listening to transform how you communicate with others and how others experience communicating with you. So I know you're probably thinking, how do I make others feel valued and understood during a conversation? And by now, I'm sure that you're like, all right, Christina, all that sounds good, but how do I actually go about doing that in a conversation? And I think that's a good question. And if you weren't thinking that, I'm going to share this with you anyway. (laughs) So first, I want to share with you that we should think about ourselves, right? What do you expect or need from others when you want to feel valued and understood in a conversation, right? It's a very broad question. And because we're all so different, there's so many different things that we value that answering this question for yourself in the immediate will just automatically increase your awareness when you're in the conversation with others, right? And if those things aren't present, whereas you don't feel valued or understood in the conversation, they possibly might not be present for the other person. But the only drawback is that when you do need something in that conversation to make you feel valued and understood, that thing may not be the same for the person you're actually talking to, which is completely valid, right? So I want to share a few different things on top of you just kind of doing some self-reflection that might be really helpful. And I'm going to warn you, right? These things seem super simple and like I've heard that before, but I really want you to actually apply them because when you do that, you'll actually see the effects of you becoming a better listener. So the first thing that I'll share with you is eye contact, right? And this seems like a no-brainer, but I promise it's not the easiest thing to actively do if you don't practice it or if it's just not a natural tendency for you during conversations. Even I have a hard time doing this and I'm aware of that, so I work on it, right? 
And given there's no spiritual or religious parameters as to why you can't make eye contact, it's honestly one of the most direct indicators that someone is truly seeking to understand you. Because when you're looking at someone, you notice their facial expressions, you notice their tone inflections, and all the other things that come with those nonverbal cues we talked about. And then it really forces you to be in that moment and take in everything that they're saying. The next one I'll share is repeating or paraphrasing. And another thing you can do once you've been actively listening is to just repeat what someone says or paraphrase what the other person is saying just to make sure you understand what they said. And it seems really silly at first because you don't want to sound like a parent, but how often have you overheard like a heated conversation about sports? You're out and about eating dinner or something like that. And someone says, so what you're saying is Kobe is in your top three best players of all time because of his shooting record, right? Same exact concept. It doesn't have to be awkward or weird if you don't make it that. And one of the most awesome things about adding this to your day-to-day conversation is that you actually get practice doing something that's great to also use in a business setting. So to avoid going off on a tangent about something the person didn't actually say or you misinterpreting what they meant, it's helpful for you to just go ahead and repeat what they said and give them a chance to confirm whether or not that's actually what they meant or they can further explain if you didn't quite paraphrase it correctly. And no one's saying repeat exactly what they said word by word, but what you did hear and what you did understand, make sure it's actually what the person meant to say. And so that way, when you give your response, it's on point. So boom, there you have it. Repeating and paraphrasing is another great tip to just say, all right, I wanna be a more active listener. Here's something I can actually actively do to help me in that journey. The third thing that I'll share is pauses. And I know this seems really simple, but sometimes it's really hard for us to do to take a pause or just take a moment before you speak. This is also another great habit for you to adopt just in case you need to go on an interview. And you see how in multiple aspects of your life, all these things I'm sharing kind of tie together. You see what I did there? (laughs) No, but seriously, when you pause before you speak, it gives you a chance to actually process the information that was shared And to actually make sure that before you formulate your thought, that your point comes across even more clear and concise, right? And it gives both you and the person you're talking to a more abundant foundation for your conversation, right? And all I'll say is try it. And then you can kind of see for yourself whether or not it's helpful. It is really hard for us to take a moment to not speak when we're in a conversation, but it really makes all the difference. The fourth thing that I'll share is giving a good head nod or sharing some affirmative words. So do not underestimate the power of a good strong head nod or some affirmative words because they go a long way in a conversation. And while they're speaking and you're making good eye contact, give them some nonverbal cues, right? Like a head nod or a head shake if whatever they're saying actually does not sit well with you or seems a little crazy. But even a good "Mm mm-hmm or mm goes a long way. So it just reminds the person that you're fully engaged with what they're saying, even if you don't agree. And it's just a good reminder also that you're not in your own head, ready to fire back with your own thoughts, but you're genuinely listening to what they're actually saying. The fifth thing that I'll share is let them finish their thoughts. 
One of the worst things you can do during a conversation to make someone feel undervalued or not heard is to cut them off in the middle of their thought or their sentence. And not allowing that person to finish their thought and get it all out actually really prevents you from having a stronger argument because you don't have all the facts, right? And I am raising my hand right now. I know you can't see me, but if this is you, I know you can feel me. I am so guilty of this. I interrupt people all the time and I really have to work on this. So if you are someone who's listening to this, I am sorry. I am aware that I do this and I am working on it, right? I don't share things on this podcast because they are completely irrelevant to my life. It's actually the complete opposite. Every episode that I share is something I've learned, that I am embracing, that I'm actually using to become a better human. So I share these things with you because they've been helpful for me. And I hope that something I share can be helpful for you. And don't just listen to it, but actually apply some of the things that I share and really notice if it makes a difference in your life. It's made a world of difference in mine. So I'm sharing things with you that I'm guilty of and working on because these are real things that you can grow in. So take it from someone who struggles with this. Working on this will really benefit you a lot on your journey to becoming a more powerful listener. All right, so the sixth and last thing that I'll share is giving somebody a heads up, especially in a business setting, right? And either in an in individual setting where you're just having a conversation one-on-one or a group setting, telling somebody, hey, before we get into this really heated or deeply provoking conversation, I just want to put it out there that everything we say or throw out there may or may not stick because this is a collective conversation, but please don't feel like your opinion isn't valued or that we can't move forward based on your thoughts just because we all don't agree 100%. Doing that in a space one-on-one or even in a group setting really creates open dialogue where there's no hard feelings, right? So even if it's five on one and no one agrees with that one person who thinks they have a brilliant idea, we can still move forward knowing that that person had the space to share, knowing also that if the group doesn't decide that they want to move forward with that thing, that you don't leave feeling undervalued, right? And I think oftentimes, sometimes we don't just put it out there. We go into conversations or group settings where we assume people know that. People assume that you feel value because you share something. And be ever mindful of, especially if you're leading a conversation or if, or if you're having a conversation with someone who you actually truly care about, be so mindful of when that same thought comes out of someone else's mouth in a different way and then everybody jumps on that bandwagon, right? That is something that really makes people feel unvalued and, and not heard is when they're like, I just said that like 20 minutes ago. I didn't necessarily say it like that, but I had that same idea. I'm telling you, as a manager, as a director, as someone who's been that person, it is one of the most annoying and distraught types of things that can happen in a conversation or in a group setting. So be mindful of that. Even if you aren't leading the conversation, it's okay to advocate for people when that happens and say, hey, I think so-and-so just said that earlier, right? So what can we add to what they said? I like what you said, but this has actually already been brought up. That is a way you can actually validate someone and their thoughts and feelings. So be mindful of that. Give heads ups, but be present in that conversation. So if something does come around full circle and people are maybe a little bit more receptive later on in the conversation, make sure you don't leave out the people who actually said something first. So 
Be mindful on this journey that we all start somewhere. And as you continue to harness the power of listening, remember that the thoughts and opinions that you have now are not necessarily the same ones that you had five years ago or even five months ago. So have grace with the person you're engaging in conversation with, because even though you may no longer agree with their stance, it comes from a place within them that makes total sense. So until you have the opportunity to share some additional information or possibly expand their horizon, enjoy the beauty in that conversation because it's a two-way street, right? So you both have the opportunity to learn from each other. And if you don't take the advantage of that gift, then you can't continue to grow. And what's life without growth, right? So all of that to say, I truly encourage you to be even more thoughtful and show grace to who you're in a conversation with moving forward. Because you honestly never know who has the keys to unlock your lock or when you might need to be that key. We could honestly keep talking about the power of listening for a whole nother episode. And if you have other thoughts and opinions about this topic, please feel free to leave a comment on whatever platform you listen to this on or share this with someone else and use this as a way to engage in conversation about listening or even challenge them to become a more powerful listener with you. So I hope that you have taken some really good tips from this episode. Even if you've heard them before, you understand a little bit more about the importance of doing those things. And hopefully that will help you begin to more actively practice being a better listener. And communication is the heart of all of our relationships. And we spend a lot of our precious time cultivating these relationships. So being more conscious about how we become more powerful of a listener can do nothing but increase your ability to be a stronger communicator, which of course benefits both you and those you're engaging with. So as we conclude episode 13, let us move forward in placing action behind the centered thought of today, which is simply harnessing the power of listening. And may each pair of ears listening better understand the fundamental truth that Truly harnessing the power of listening means being so intentional and aware of walking a mile in someone else's shoes, both physically and mentally, so that as we enter conversations, no matter how big or small, from this day forward, we do so with a different level of effort and energy to listen twice as much as we speak. Until we meet again. Mm -hmm.